Everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm allergic to quality content. Uh, I'm sitting here in my studio with Daniel Quantz, my husband. Hello, hi, how's it going? It's going well. So, listen, Daniel and I, as you hear this, unless you listen to this somewhat after the fact, are out of town. Uh, please don't stalk us please don't rob us please don't harm us i hand you this information as one would imagine me like it's like i'm an old-fashioned salesman putting handing you a business card in one hand and then clasping your hand with my other hand you know i've got both hands around your hands and there's a business card in the center and i'm Are saying they as creeped out as you would in that <laughs> scenario and then i'm taking my middle finger and i'm going on your palm it's very uncomfortable. Ugh. I wish I hadn't done. I, I can't help myself. Too late. I can't help myself. How are we going to get out of this? Cre- I'm just moment. a creepy old man. <laughs> anyway, uh, now, so now's the part where you've put your foot in the door as they tried to cl- slam it shut. Yeah, exactly. Um, can I interest you in refinancing, Re- <laughs> remortgaging, reinteresting? reinventing whatever you want to do i want to redo it okay but the point is we're banking shows now initially i thought you know what i'm just gonna toss a rerun into the feed because i've now been doing this show for 600 millennia it's a long time and i don't look a day over 405 and there's so many good episodes. There's the mm-hmm. one with that guy. There's mm-hmm. the one with that gal. There's the one with those people. There's, you know, it's revelation after revelation. It's just so many good episodes. And people forget about the good episodes. And there's, I mean, that's not true, actually. People go back and re-listen all the time. But, you know, I was like, it's time to listen to one of the classics, one of the golden oldies. But then you and I are sitting here and I thought, no, I'm going to make Daniel record another episode. Yeah, you saw how excited I was to go do something else, and you're like, I'm going to pour water on that fire. Yeah, but here's what I'm wondering. Mm. Normally, the Monday shows are an interview with someone interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But instead... (laughs) Yes. We had Tony Thaxton. He's interesting. He's interesting. And then we had an episode with you, Mm -hmm. and now it's another episode with you. Start loving it, folks. That's three weeks in a row. But the episode, the Tony Thaxton and me and callers, you, me and callers, another you, me and callers. That's three weeks in a row of like people who love me. Yeah, look, it's just a temporary change in format, right? But it, I feel like it's for people who love me. Sure. Now, there, if you're listening and you don't love me. I feel like I'm surprised you're still here, but I fucking love that you're still here. But I just worry that I'm like shaking off the riffraff with this kind of episode where it's just like a lot of me. Yeah. And I would like to retain the riffraff. I feel like you shook off the riffraff a long time ago. (laughs) But how do I get them back? Hey, Riff. Hey, Raff. What what draw? What what appeals to riffraff? Anti-vax content. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Some cunt. Yeah, I I use that word. Left me a comment on a video, the video of my episode with Annie Letterman. And she was like, given your fertility problems, looks like this aunt looks like this vaccine convo didn't age well. Huh? Given your fertility. I don't want you to repeat it. I just what did she mean? Well, see, and I I responded lightning quick when I saw it, and I just wrote the vaccine doesn't affect fertility. And then I thought, and this what, what is something. What is she saying? Well, okay. Uh, hold your horses, sir. This is the thing. You have taught me when someone says something somewhat inscrutable. 
right? first pinpoint what they mean. Because Which is what I'm trying to do right now. I know. Yeah. I have no idea. I okay. don't know. I don't recall what Annie and I even talked about. I don't know if she's talking about my fertility problems. I don't know if she's talking about Annie's fertility problems. Like, I just raced to respond Given with something. Fertility problems. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That wasn't even her comment. Oh, for God's sake. It wasn't even the entirety of here. I'll, I'll find it. This God is bless what, you all for still listening. Here's Here it is. Ha ha. It was way worse than what I said because it irritated me. Ha ha, your vet, ha ha ha, excuse me. Ha ha ha, your vax combo didn't age well. As a person with fertility problems, you should probably think more critically. Uh, fuck you. I don't know why it bothers As a person with fertility problems, you should. So I think they're implying or they probably believe that the vaccinations lead to fertility problems, which is stupid. Yeah. Well, I so mean, then I, I like know. went to her page and she's got, you know, a lot of content yeah. about the pandemic. Like, and <laughs> it's like people, it's hard right now because like there's, so, there's just like an ocean of misinformation. I know. Propaganda. I don't know and why people, her comment bothered it, me so much. So it's like, easy. who cares? But I think I don't, I don't appreciate someone poking at something sensitive no, to me. Look, and then it's her tone was just so aggressive and, an and that, rude. That person's an asshole. Yeah. Even, even. Even it, with my like conciliatory tone towards people who believe misinformation, like you still don't come after a person in that way, right? You know, so fuck them. Yeah. But just in a general sense, it's like I can see how easy it is to, you know, follow people you trust, and then those people you don't, and then suddenly yeah. you find yourself hearing things that sound reasonable. And, I you know. know, you know, so I try to, I, I try to maintain empathy towards people who are misinformed or propagandized and leave my ire and anger towards too. those who do the propagandizing. I do too. In general, I always, I, my, my thing is always like the people who don't. But fuck that woman because that's fucked up yeah. to come at someone like that. No, that's my general thing is like when I look at the people who don't vaccinate their kids is like they think the vaccines are harming them. They are trying. They are doing. To, yeah, to not trust the pharmaceutical companies. Right. That's not an unreasonable thing. So I get it. It's just like people need to settle down. Yeah. So I get that. So I was, and also by the way, everyone knows YouTube comments are the uh, the that's a sewer that you're wading through. So I was surprised that that one got under my skin. Honey, it's the town square. Is that the metaphor we're going with? It's the town square where all the sewage goes. Yeah. Isn't that what a town square is? Where the uh, sewage goes? I, yes. And then, I, you, that's, then you wade around in the from, sewage? You hop from shit pile to shit pile. <laughs> that's like a lily pad. Yeah. So listen, we have a lot of fun stuff planned for this episode. Oh my God. You guys, we don't have, we don't have enough time for all the stuff we have planned. You don't even know. We've got calls. Yeah. We've got an ad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one too. Hang up. Hang on for this one. <laughs> and I found a diary entry that I really want to read with Daniel. Can I tell you, I was going through some old notebooks. Now, don't get excited. I'm not reading these on the air. Why? Because they're uh, they're just too... That's the point of it. Well, it was like a journal that I started keeping when I was in my 20s. So it was. it's not like cringy in the way that it's... It's not fun cringy. It's more mm -hmm. just like me setting goals for myself or trying to figure out like, you know, more career type based mm, stuff. Fine. But there's a part of it where I just start making a list. I'm reading a list. And the list are like, it's like, I think I titled it like the list mm. and it's all of the most horrible, tragic things that I have had happen to me or have happened to people I know. And it is just like, Oh my God. And it's just like all these just, the great tragedies, like you know, my friend who died in a drunk driving accident, and this, and and I have no idea why I was listing these yeah. things. Like, what was I thinking? What was I trying to? Was I trying to like see it written down so I could see some greater truth about the the horrors that exist in our life? I mean, fuck, I don't know, but it's just a grim thing. I'm like, oh, thank God I stopped this journal. Mm. Can we talk about the great tragedy of uh, Walgreens? Oh, yeah. It, this is... Listen to this one. Just listen, this is a great story to tell. Listen to this one, you guys. Okay. And none of this is sponsored. We're giving this away for free. 
I used to get my prescriptions filled at CVS. Daniel decided. I'm just going to check Twitter while you're. Daniel decided that Walgreens was where he wanted to go because CVS, you cannot get through. If you need to get them on the phone, good luck. You can't. I was having to like call the front of the store and be like, can you please go get someone in the pharmacy? Because the phone would ring. I was on the phone as it rang in this pharmacy for, or on hold for like 45 minutes. Yeah, the benefit of this particular one is they're open 24 hours, but they never, ever answer. They never so you answer can't the get through. So anyway, Daniel's like, I found a mom and pop Walgreens. It's great. You just drive and through. It it's great. And it is. So I finally decided I'm going to get my prescription switched to this Walgreens. Yes. So. Which is a smart move because it's a great Walgreens. Thanks, honey. For the support. Okay. So Daniel and I go. Well, that was the point you were making, right? That it's a great Walgreens? So Daniel and I go today. And uh, and now I don't usually leave it down to the wire. Daniel does. Daniel likes to refill his prescriptions. Not lately, but A ahead. few days after he's run out when he That's feels very past, weird. Now that I've switched to this great Walgreens, okay. I've been way ahead of it. Pa- well, the Daniel of old likes to wait until, what's your word for what happens to your body? You're disintegrating? Discombobulating? Sure. Pixelating? You have a word for how you feel. Dysregulating? Uh, I don't know what word you're thinking of. You feel like your personality is percolating? You have some word for the sensation you have when it's like two days past your brain pills. Okay. Don't, you can't think of it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you it's know. like dis something. And, and I'm always like, does it feel like this? Does it feel like this? And you're like, no, it's not like that. It's like a physical sensation. It's like pixelating or something. Okay. Okay, great content. Anyway, you, ha- you have some word for it. I, I believe you. Go on. I can't think of what it is. If I think of it, uh, I'll tell you. Thank you. So anyway, we go to the Walgreens today. They don't have anything for me. Even though I received a call from Walgreens saying they have two things ready for me. You want to know why? Because someone gave her doctors the wrong Walgreens. That person is me. And and the upshot of this story is that you're mad at Walgreens. Yes. I fucked up. But it gave me a negative experience of Walgreens. And now I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go back to CVS. But the joke's on you because that CVS <laughs> sucks my nuts. I, and so you're going to have to deal with that CVS. And also, in addition to and, and and besides, you are going to have to get your own prescriptions because I don't go to that one. So now the side benefit of me picking up your prescriptions is taken off the table, all because user a fucking error. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, I'm aware that I messed up. And yet, it was such a negative experience for me. I can't, in my head, I can't see it. I can't, it's like when you meet someone who just reminds you of someone that you dislike, and you're like, you're perfectly fine, but you remind me of this person I can't stand. I know I fucked up, but I am blaming Walgreens for it. And and this is classic to uh, cutting off of the nose to spite the face situation. I guess. Because now you're going to be standing in line at that fucking CVS with all the hackers and the coffers and the COVID spreaders and going, why am I doing this when I could be at a drive through with some very nice pharmacy people who are always uh, very pleasant? Well, just to put a and finer... And answer their fucking to phone. Put a, okay. To put a finer fucking point on it, after a while, they were able to fill my prescriptions there. But my 90-day prescription, they only gave me 30 pills of, and it's a different manufacturer, which is totally within their right, hey, of hey, course. What? Hey, no one cares. I do. No, I mean... The pill heads who listen care. All right. We're talking Aurobindo. We're talking Accord Pharmacy. And so now I'm worried it's a different manufacturer. What if it affects me differently? Man, I should have thought of that ahead of time. This is a thousand percent on me. I just wasn't thinking. I w- you convinced me with your, with your Walgreens. You now we're trying to shed younger listeners. <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to uh, collect the riffraff. Is it Walgreens? Aren't they the ones who are all hot on Elizabeth Holmes and her bullshit? You mm-hmm. want that? That's who you're excited about. They I, were all in on. I Theranos. will say this: 
I, I, I'm no fan of Walgreens. This particular Walgreens was another pharmacy that get, got per, bought by Walgreens and didn't change anything about themselves. So it's oh. got a Walgreens impregnature. <laughs> Imprimature? Sure. Impregnature? Impregnant, mature, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it does not have the feel of a Walgreens at all. It's not like one of those new the the one we went to later, where you had sent your prescription. That is what one thinks of as Walgreens, and that one sucks. Daniel, it's not better than the CVS. It riddle me this. What? I don't ever say that. <sighs> How do you know all this about your favorite Walgreens? Because I fucking did my homework. When I was de- desperate to find an alternative to my CVS, that's how I found this one. I did a little bit of online sleuthing, and there's information on there about it. How it used to be something else? Yeah. On what, Yelp? On a pharmacyhistorians.com. No, really. <laughs> Where does one find I don't know. This? Yeah, like Yelp reviews or something. I don't remember. Honey, what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, so I was talking to Todd, my Upperly Weekly co-host, about your Starbucks wife, because he has a Starbucks girlfriend. Is someone at our door? What's happening? No, the tarp is blowing off our neighbor's AC unit. Uh, He has a Starbucks gal. Are you talking about the one at the old Starbucks a million years ago? Yes. Okay, yeah. And I was saying that Starbucks had or has a line of Starbucks that are like an even more upscale experience. Yeah, I forget what they called them. That was was my question. It was like... There's a, they have a name for it. It's like Star Starbucks. Nah, I can't remember. That was my question. Yeah, I wish I remembered. It was really good. Do Actually, they still was, have those? I imagine. There you look them up. It's like I don't I want to say Starbucks Reserve or I think that's what it was. Cuz I kept wanting to say like Starbucks Black. They you go in there and there's like a menu of special things that they yes, serve. Yes, Starbucks have, Reserve locations. And they have like special coffees and you can go to a a, sep, a side area where the barista will like brew your coffee in all these other ways like they have the Bunsen burners and the it's it's pretty fucking fancy. But the best thing about it is they have their own versions of t- of of typical Starbucks drinks that are a little better. And they serve them in in special. I'm a sucker for this stupid shit. They 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 serve them in special um, uh, uh, cups. Yeah. Well, so like if you get a hot drink, the um, the cup is is black. It's like <laughs> and it's got like the letters in it and white. And yeah. It looks really cool. And the, uh, the but the best is the ice drinks. They serve them in these tall plastic cups that you can take home and reuse we still have these yeah, cups yeah didn't but what ha- what was the deal with your starbucks wife who always wore a hat because it's starbucks reserve location she's just a quirky hats. gal with a great personality you know and we would just have these like lovely uh chats of course she had them with everybody because i think what they do is they take the superstars from all of the surrounding oh. starbucks and they bring them there so like kind of everyone who worked there was dazzling was had like very sparkling personalities and it was just a it was just a lively lovely experience by the way uh if you work at starbucks uh unionize and uh, uh that would be a great thing to do did i meet her because i feel like i did and i feel like something happened I Honey, I feel like- this is this is you always made a bigger deal about it so it didn't register in my memory the way it did in yours i feel like something happened that like ruined your relationship with her i think you talked about it and then i was like <laughs> Then I went in there and I was like, she she was behaving differently. I'm like, I wonder if she listens. Sorry. I yes, this I told Todd that I think I ruined your relationship with her and I couldn't remember how, and I'm sorry. I couldn't care less. Of course you would say that. Uh I do miss those coffee drinks though. Although they were probably high in calories and all that bullshit. Mm. So what's up? And I'll say, generally speaking, I don't love Starbucks coffee, but the Starbucks coffee at this place was better. So, by the way, we're not receiving money from Starbucks. And by the way, FYI, I am drinking less coffee because I'm on to matcha because uh, I'm I'm up with the trends. Although this is I'm late to this trend, but. Uh, I'm enjoying the matcha. Okay? All right? Fine. 
I'll tell you. I'm 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 with the matcha team matcha. Even though an old tea lady <laughs> oh, yeah. at an event who was all about tea. She I think she travels. Isn't she like a tea buyer or does she just know about tea? Part of the international tea community. Uh, it went on about why matcha is inferior. Yeah. And this tea is better than that tea. And it's like, I get it. Okay. I get it. I feel like what she said had a good, like, it, it put a buffer between, she cock blocked matcha for you for a good, like, two years. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I get it. If you're talking about brewed teas, comparing the best brewed tea to matcha, it's not as good. The difference is, Matcha is the tea leaf. Is it? You're grinding that shit up, aren't you? I have no idea. I don't so drink it's like, matcha. It'd be like comparing a brewed coffee to like... Instant? Uh, espresso beans that you eat straight or something. I don't know. You know what, folks? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just like something that's a dark green <laughs> and has lots of caffeine in it. It is, tastes does pretty it, good. I does like it make taste. you feel zippier than coffee? Yeah. No, I'm just, you know what? I think I'm just, I'm taking a, a little bit of a, I'm easing off on the, I was having too much coffee, mm. you know? And so it's just like, I want to change the pace. All right. I'll allow it. Should we listen to a call? Let's do it. Hey, Allison and Daniel. This is uh, Rick from Brooklyn. Um, just checking in to say Hi. I called you guys about a June of 2020 when things were really bad here in New York, uh, but I'm happy to say that things are better. Um, I actually got into therapy late in 2020, decided my job was not the best thing for a mental health, so I got a new job about a year ago, and it's been going great. Still working on some things, you know, better COVID mechanisms, working on my health, my weight, et cetera, but um, things are feeling a little more normal. You know, my wife and I go out to eat uh, once or twice a week. I've been going to concerts, which has been great. Um, actually, just got back from Las Vegas, uh, so we're, you know, travels up and running again as well. Um, Greg Heller, if you're listening, I hope you're not driving because it's going to make you veer your car up the road. But I just got back from a 311 day in Las Vegas, <laughs> where 311 plays, you know, two or three nights, four or five hour sets, which is a lot of fun. And it's actually the last thing my brother and I did before the pandemic. We were in Vegas as the world was shutting down in March of uh, 2020. And so it was kind of an interesting bookend to go back there and feel as close to normal as uh, as I felt in the last two years and seeing them again, seeing him again, got back, everybody's healthy, no issues or anything like that, vaccine boosted. So I, I think it's, it's just about as good as it's going to get now for us. So I hope uh, you and Daniel and the kids are going out and having fun because I think because you're young, healthy, exercising, I think, you know, it's pretty safe. It's, it's you know, it's like any other illness out there, like the flu, things like that. You, there is some risk, but I think you guys are, are good, and I hope you are enjoying yourselves and start going out there and uh, living it up. So talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for calling in, Rick. 311 day. Uh, were you the whole time thinking like, ah, oh, Brooklyn? I wish I was back in Brooklyn. No, but um, uh, you know I did live there for a little while. Um, I, I kind of like 311. Do like, you? Yeah, but not like – it's one of those things I've never fully admitted to myself mm. and I don't know why I don't know that there's anything shameful about liking 311 but, but there it's just is like, a little bit I think that their music was like different in character from what I was into at the time and so I was like well, I shouldn't like this but I kind of some of it's pretty good um, oh I think I ate sunscreen mm. and uh Vegas is too much for me right now. I don't think I could do Vegas. I think it'd be very overstimulating. Although, you know, Vanderpump has like a whole... What do they have in Vegas? She has like a... Um, she has one of the... What, was it at Caesars? Mm, I think so. It, <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Tony, cut this out. <coughs> Keep it in. <coughs> so I ate sunscreen. <coughs> fresh from my upper lip. And then I tried to drink water and I choked on the water. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my exposure to th- my first exposure to 311 Ew. was I had what? <laughs> <laughs> Did I make that sound? Go ahead. I had a crush on this guy, Rob, in high school. His outgoing voicemail had a 311 song on it. And I was like, I didn't know who that was. And I was like, and there was no Shazam then. So I don't know how I found out. But I was like, what is that? bewitching song beguiling i love it and i had to go out and get the cd oh and so then, you do like 311 no i got the cassette 
Yeah. And then uh, I flew to Florida for my grandfather's funeral, mm-hmm. left the cassette on the plane, had to go buy it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked them until I didn't like them anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not like a, I'm not, I don't seek them out. I have to but, see. I have to see what it was because I got to find this song. But if they're on the radio, I don't mind it. You know, I think the problem with 311 had more to do with what what came after 311, like some of the copycat type music and then the and then it so they sort of led into this move towards just that shitty rap rock. Yeah. Um, But uh, I don't know. They're from Orange County, right? No. No? Uh, I don't even think they're from California. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do I always feel like they were in Orange County? If they felt more like um from that school of music you know that kind of like sublime and from nebraska no shit Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah all right cool well glad you're doing well was it rick rick yes the cd was called all right guys we're gonna be listening to a little 311 the cd was called music let's see if i can find the song oh i think it was called i think it was freak out this was let's see if this will bring me back to listening to this guy's answering machine. Yeah. Hi, you've reached Rob. I can't come to the phone right now. Let me a message and I'll call you back. You can really hear the Rage Against the Machine influence. Yeah. This is 1993. This is 90s, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't have to play the whole song. People can go seek it out. You know another band I liked? We're just going to play music for one second, and then we're going to get to other stuff, because we have another call. There's this band, Head P.E., you know, I liked a lot of music like this. And then uh Here. Can you see what it looks like? I just about had to kill it's just so Orange County. Yeah. It's very, very corn. I don't love this, but... No, I mean, and this looks... I don't know when this is it. from. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't like that. However... But I think you would have liked the... Whatever this was that came out way back when. Yeah. This is more recent. The... um, That's... What, do you, what would you call it? Not school, but that like music rap rock no no that orange county like scene yeah that music scene uh i didn't like i wasn't drawn to it at the time mm-hmm. like, i mean i liked it well enough but now i do i do have a nostalgia for it it's weird it's like i it, it occupies this kind of place in my brain right that i that i like I think I need to go back to listening to Sublime because I kind of missed them. Oh, they were great. Yeah. They were great. Uh, let's do another call. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Katie in Chicago. I hope you're doing well. I was just calling to say hello, and uh, I had a revelation just now. I I'm cutting in to say I love a fucking revelation, and if you ever have one, please call. Thank you. I had been feeling like kind of anxious and depressed. This week, and all of a sudden I realized that I think it's because it is the two-year anniversary week of the shutdown, and it doesn't look like there's going to be any hope in sight of uh, us getting back to any recognizable way of life like it was before. Um, I know I've probably been too optimistic holding out hope, but uh, but I've been working from home this whole time, and and just wish that I could go back to working with people in person again. Um, anyway, thanks for the podcast. They always cheer me up. Uh, so those are one of the bright spots these days. Um, hope you're doing well. And again, it is Katie in Chicago. You, Katie. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Love oh, you, Katie. With the sandwich, oh the name God. sandwich. Thank you, Katie. Um, um, I was thinking about Chicago this morning, and I like Chicago too. I like I like these cities. I mean, you know? just last was it last week we were talking about on last week's show, or was mm. that this show? I'm mm. getting confused. Last week we were talking about St. Louis and talking about going on a road trip. Yeah, driving but you got to gotta start in Chicago, which is an amazing city. Fucking well, love see, it's it. interesting that Katie's saying she's feeling like we're never going to get back but, to normal because most people are saying they're feeling like we are back to normal right well, now. Well, it is and it isn't. And if you, if, yeah. if she's working from home, right. like I still work from home, yeah. then there definitely could be this sense of, my God. I yeah. mean, it, it depends on, you know, who you talk to, but uh, there's definitely indicators that... Um, there's going to be another variant around the corner. Oh and, yeah, there will be another surge and for sure. Who the fuck knows? Someone I was talking to someone, I think it's Tone Zone about like how I will not allow myself to feel like this is over partly yeah. because I can't I would it would feel so horrible to have to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. If in December things are the way they are now, still then I'll start to feel like Okay, maybe, maybe this isn't gonna be so so bad. Maybe we can start to, but like, uh, but we're going on vic. Like, yeah, we're opening up. People out there, it, it, where I where we live, it looks like pe- most people are just like life's back to normal. So yeah, I don't know. Um, the working from home thing that can be rough. Uh, I know a lot of people going back to par- at like part time. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard a lot of like companies are doing like two three days in the office you know i haven't heard of too many people in the community i work with who are like full-time back to the office like a lot of a lot of companies are like gosh you know i was just talking about this uh with my boss which is like before the pandemic no one would have wanted to have made the experiment like what would happen if we all went remote because you could just as easily think that without the various thing, you know, the pressure of like being at work to to put in a full day, or you know, the sort of social pressure of this person came in on time and I'm coming in late or whatever. Like without that, people would just fuck off and nothing would get done. One could easily think that that's the case, but then we we actually were forced to do the experiment, and it turns out that we're just as productive. We've had, you know, last year we had, the, shocking. we had like the best year we've had in fucking forever. And so it's like, wow, look at that. You know, so there's no urgency. His company makes COVID tests. <laughs> That's right. We actually make COVID. It's been really good for us. <laughs> We're working on a new variant. Guys, you're going to love it. Uh, and so, yeah, I would just say to Kate. E. E. Um, try to look at what working remotely affords you in a good way and lean into that and say like okay we there's this change uh maybe maybe some good maybe it's a good thing uh, <clears throat> excuse you know. me so i'm going to look up there is something in psychology called an anniversary reaction and i want to and my sister recently told me that my family had always used the term wrong. So I want to look up. Uh, here we go. Every year, I, I think that's true, though, because like every single year around like beginning of March, I get really depressed. Like I get really sad and anxious. Even You're talking about since the pandemic? Or no, even for like before. the last eight years. <laughs> Our anniversary is in March. <clears throat> okay, so anniversary reactions. Uh, This is on uh, ptsd.va.gov. An increase in distress around the anniversary of a traumatic event is commonly known as an anniversary reaction and can range from feeling mildly upset for a day or two to a more extreme reaction in which an individual experiences significant psychiatric or medical symptoms. Um, So, yeah, I think it it, uh, I think Katie's revelation is spot on. And I've been having I've been having, you know what? I just realized because I wrote in my newsletter. Have I mentioned to you guys? Wait, was that this episode or the last one where I talked about my newsletter? 
Well, it does matter to me. Okay, I don't last re- week. Re- I don't want to repeat it. myself in the same episode. I have a newsletter, you guys. AllisonRosen.substack.com. Subscribe uh, if you need more me in a, a written form it's in good. your life. It actually is good. Thank you, I know honey. a lot of the stuff she says is like, uh, you know. <laughs> but this, this one's good. Um, yeah, so I was writing about uh, just feeling a little bit emotional about the pandemic and not really understanding why it's coming up now. But duh, it's coming up because it's the anniversary of the shutdown. That's it's why it's crazy. Coming up. We're entering into year yeah. three of this shit. That's why it's coming up. Um, Katie, you're a genius. Yeah, hang in there, Katie. Uh, just like I said, I don't know. You probably are, but maybe learn a new skill, take advantage of not going into work. The social parts, what's the, that's the part I think most people, and me included, really miss about going in the office. Yeah. I don't miss the two hours in traffic every day i you know like there's a lot of shit that i'm so glad i don't have to deal with but i i really do miss the camaraderie and the the social part of it a lot like i miss the people i work with speaking of words which we only kind of were uh we were watching the elizabeth holmes documentary last night which daniel has seen already but i haven't seen and we've been watching the dropout on hulu so then i wanted to watch this documentary and uh ken aletta i believe is who it was the reporter was describing Elizabeth Holmes at times as ingenuous. And I was like, I've never heard. I know. It's such a you weird only ever hear disingenuous. So I was like, what does ingenuous even mean? And it means uh, innocent and unsuspecting. Which, which is, is not, not what I would have thought. No, about. we thought it would mean genuine. Right. Because disingenuous, I, that word to me means you're being insincere. Right. But I and guess so it I actually would think means that the, you're so lying. Ingenuous would mean sincere, right? But it mean it doesn't. It I think means, it means you're being misleading. Let me look it up. I think it means you're being misleading. It's so yeah, it's odd. Hmm. Um, not candid or sincere, typically by pretending that one knows less about something than one really does. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I'm, we'll have to puzzle over it, hon. Mm. On, on Daniel, time. I want you to be honest with me for once. Okay. Have you ever really thought about where toilet paper comes from? For the most part, it's coming from North American old growth forests. And every day we're cutting down thousands of trees crazy. to make something that we use one time and then flush away. Yeah. Real paper uses fast growing bamboo in their paper products instead Smart. of virgin tree fibers from our forests. And just like the grass on our lawn, bamboo regrows itself. So they're able to harvest the same plant over and over again instead of cutting down trees. And I love real paper because it's soft, but it's also strong. It's like perfect for your home, but it's also perfect for the world. And they also make paper towels, which are that perfect blend of, you know, they work really well. They're they're soft, they're absorbent, but then uh, they're also great. You know, make you feel good about what you're doing for the world. And then they have this really convenient subscription. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging, even the tape on the box. If you head to realpaper.com slash bestfriend and sign up for a subscription using my code bestfriend at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order, free shipping. That's Real Paper, R-E-E-L-P-A-P. P-E-R.com slash best friend or enter promo code best friend to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives. Okay. I'm sure we all know about the Ring video doorbell by now, but something you may not know, Ring makes an alarm. It's true. Ring makes an alarm. The Ring alarm is an award-winning home security system with available professional monitoring when you subscribe. Best of all, you can easily install it yourself. And Ring didn't stop there. They've changed the home security game with the Ring Alarm Pro. That's why I decided to work with Ring to put a ring of security around my home with the new Ring Alarm Pro. Ring Alarm Pro is a next-level security system. CNET calls the Ring Alarm Pro a giant leap for home security. And after using it, I think they're totally right. Ring Alarm Pro helps secure my entire home and the Wi-Fi it runs on. With Ring Alarm Pro, Ring combined a home security system and a Wi-Fi router. So this thing helps protect your home and secure your network. So now you have a secure network and a crazy strong signal for all the devices across my home. And if you're anything like me, that's a lot of devices. When we moved into this house, my husband said his dream was to 
have a smart home where everything would run off of his phone. And I said, I do not share your dream, honey. And fast forward to now, we have a smart home where everything runs off of his phone, not my phone. I'm not bitter. Someday we'll make it so that it can operate off of my phone. But anyway, what I'm saying is we need this secure, strong router system. Uh, look, so when I'm out or traveling, I know everything at home is protected and connected, that it will stay that way with a, with a Ring Protect Pro subscription, which is an amazing deal, by the way. I get professional monitoring for the ultimate peace of mind. If anything happens, professional monitoring will call me and can request emergency services. I am a huge fan of Ring. Uh, I've had the Ring doorbell for years. And when we first moved in, into this house, I wanted to get an alarm system. Daniel actually was the one who really wanted an alarm system. Uh, we called around the, the big alarm companies. They, I, that didn't appeal to me. The ones where you have to have someone come out and install it. Um, I just had heard a lot of uh, things that made, they gave me pause with those companies. And then I talked to a friend of mine who is like the ultimate consumer. He researches every purchase he makes. And I asked him and he had just gotten the ring alarm. And I was I did at that point I didn't know that they had an alarm and I was very intrigued by that. And he's like, Oh yeah, I just bought it and then I installed it myself. And I was like, What? That sounds amazing. I came home, told Daniel, we got it that day. Daniel set it up. Um, that's what I like so much about is you can set it up yourself. And now they have the Ring Alarm Pro. I mean, it's just and we're going away on vacation. Uh in fact, we might be, when you hear this, we might be gone. Not that I'm giving you details or anything like that. Uh, but it brings such peace of mind knowing that you uh, you can feel secure when you're away. You might not have known, but it's true. Ring has an award-winning alarm. And to protect my home, I've gone pro with Ring Alarm Pro. To learn more, go to ring.com forward slash best friend. That's ring.com forward slash best friend. Okay. So I mentioned we had so much to get to on this show. You did. Yeah. You mentioned that. I, no, I was being disingenuous. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I remembered suddenly that back in my journal keeping days, I had made a list I, when I was feeling like I will never find the right dude for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I will only ever be unhappy in relationships. Who knew you would still... You'd find the right dude and, and be still unhappy be unhappy in relationship. I know. Um, yeah, I will only ever be heartbroken. And I was really, I got to a point where I was really trying to figure it out. Like somehow I can figure this out. If I just think hard enough, I can figure out where I've constantly gone wrong. And I really want to like get clear headed about all this. And I want to make a list of what it is I am looking for in my soulmate. And I made a list. Oh boy. And I thought we could go through it. So that I can, so that if he's out there, he'll reach out to me. Good, Just kidding. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So sh should we do it? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Now, this was written in, now this is not written in the, the cringeworthy high school time. This was written in the cringeworthy, my 20s. Okay. So it was written in Mar March 12th, uh, 2000. So I would have been 24. Okay. Okay. It says what I'm looking for. Oh, boy a BA, maybe more. And <laughs> <laughs> I got a BA. Yeah. And definitely an appreciation of education mm. and intellectualism mm -hmm. and enough academia that he and I can talk about. You're such a nerd. <laughs> um, about those things, but not necessarily predominantly that. Okay. Uh, ideally a career that I respect parentheses arts or something that helps the world and some amount of effort. <laughs> okay. Allow me to Let me just set the stage here. I had been in love with my professor. Yeah. So that's, that was like, but also you'd been in relationships with total losers, total losers yeah. who, you know, put together amplifiers for bands and stuff. Plug in amplifiers for a living. <laughs> that guy mm -hmm. made his own microphones mm -hmm. and made his own amplifiers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Why aren't you with him then? If he's so great. Oh my God. I Could you? I haven't even him? talked to him in years. He's probably on Facebook. 
He has lost his mind, unfortunately. It's a very sad story. I'm actually, I'm very worried that one of these days I'm going to get a call and find out that he is not Maybe alive. Maybe he's waiting for you to save him. I'm going to find out that he's not alive and I'm going to feel so guilty. All of his good friends distance themselves from him because he's so not sane anymore and there's so many drugs involved in that situation. How do you make your own microphones, though? That's really cool. He's like, a, he had a recording studio. He was like a genius and he soldered and he's like brilliant but he's, it's really sad. But anyway, back to, back to what I was saying. I'm going to get a call that he's not around, and I'm going to feel so guilty that I hadn't talked to him in so many years. Okay, anyway. but what you were saying before that yes, was... Yes, okay. Uh, and some amount of distinction or prestige within the field. <sighs> Good use of language slash witty banter. Wait, so I think we can, I think you have a, you have a career that's in the arts, and you have some distinction and prestige in your field. Good use of language slash witty banter. I think that's you. Mm. Love of literature and hopefully poetry. Mm. I, I wish I had more of a... I, I have aspirations to love poetry and literature, but I have a short attention span when it comes to reading. All right. Fairly politically liberal. It's funny yeah. because when we... I, gotta t- well, I can't decide if I want these glasses on or off. When we met, I was fairly conservative. I know, and that was like a, a, an issue for me. But now I'm a I'm a damn pinko comic. I know. Driver's license. <laughs> I still got it. Was that really? In yes. There? <laughs> Wait a minute. That Are just you worried that's you might I'm, end up with a guy that didn't have a driver's that's license. That's what I'm saying. This you had to write it down. This list reflects. Remember, Allison. Make sure he has a driver's license. <laughs> this list really encompasses everything. It's like it was written by a 16-year-old girl. Like, <laughs> I got to date a guy who has a driver's license. I had dated a guy who didn't have a driver's license. Okay. Uh, Lack of substance abuse to the point <laughs> that I don't have to worry about the person. Oh, so a little bit of substance abuse, but not so much that you have to worry. Yeah. So I could take on a bit more substance abuse. Like, I, there's still there's still some room where you'd be cool with it. I don't know what I was... I think I was saying I don't want to have to worry about this. Like, I think I was saying, like, I'm okay if the person, like, recreationally uses or drinks, sure. but I don't want to have to worry about what's going on. Okay. No, self-destru- blah, no self-destructive urges. I feel, like that, I feel like you don't have self-destructive urges. It depends on how you define it, but sure. Wants kids? Nope. <laughs> Funny? Mm, arguable similar upbringing question mark right that's that is a question mark like do you want someone i have come to learn that don't take this the wrong way uh rosen family please i love you all but um i've come to learn that i probably would not be able to be in a relationship with someone from a stable and and, uh well-adjusted home life yeah i mean that's the funny thing is that on the surface, it doesn't seem like we have a similar family, but we kind of do. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, you meet people who who are like the everything is just you know hunky dory. It's like I would they wouldn't get me, and I wouldn't get them. Yeah, like it's like there's got to be a certain kind of I don't know things are are different in some way. Uh, I don't, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Kind heart. All right. Concern for others' feelings. Okay. Not narcissistic to the point of not caring for someone else. That's kind of like the substance abuse one where you, yeah. you're you allowing for a certain amount which of Which is weird. <laughs> which is weird. I wonder if I was like allowing for people I knew or something. Maybe. No STDs. Nope. No unhealthy relationship <sighs> with his mother. I don't think my, my relationship's unhealthy with my mom. Pretty healthy. No unreasonable sacred cows. Un- no unreasonable sacred cows. I don't even know what I meant with that exactly. Yeah, like what What could you have meant? Like, uh, I won't allow you to say anything negative about yoga or something. I don't know. Uh, you, you know what? I did have an unreasonable sacred cow, although I don't know if you'd define it, uh, at the beginning of our relationship. Was I said, I gave you th- uh, terms that, the things that were off limits for you to talk about. On the show. Oh, our relationship? Yeah, namely everything to do with me personally. That wasn't a sacred cow, though. That was just you. What would be a sacred cow? 
just things that I I won't let you joke about or something. I guess, yeah. I'm not sure what that I, even. I'm really not means. sure. I'm not sure what I meant exactly either. Here's this one's long. Doesn't make me feel messy, sloppy, fat, unclassy, crude, out of control, weird, etc. I want to be the one whose eccentricities are cute or colorful, not unwieldy. You tell me. Yeah. Okay. You don't make me feel all those things. Great. Um, but I think that anyone, I think that someone who loves you doesn't make you feel yeah, the, that way. Right. Like that's describing yeah, like that I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel that the person I love doesn't has, love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But I hadn't experienced being with someone who loved me yet. Right. So open mind, mm-hmm. experience. I don't know what kind I meant. I've had experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compatible religious views. Yeah, more or less. Compatible medical views. Whatever that means. It means like you're not I'm anti-vax not, or sure. something like that. Yeah. I feel like we you got most of them. Yeah. Like almost all of them. I also think what well, I thought I needed. Good job, Allison Rosen. I think I, I thought like what I thought I needed at 25, you know, wasn't exactly. But I was trying. Trying That's to get a, there. I think what that list is, is you trying to remind yourself to respect yourself. Yeah. Find someone who respects you. And right. Right. Com- is compatible like don't don't find some schlub and then you know some broken bird that you have to like teach how to be drive how to drive how to be an adult you know <laughs> yeah. i think honestly you know a lot of guys out there are are uh in babies they're like little boys men who are little boys and the women that end up in relationships with them i always feel sorry for because they have the woman has to like be their mommy, mm-hmm. you know, and and these guys need to grow the fuck up. Uh, but of course, none of you who are listening are like that because you are all perfect. But um, you know who I'm talking about, the guys like that. There's a lot of them. I feel like generations have been raised to not grow up now. And so it's a problem. It's funny because that list started with like, it was so pretentious in a way of like, I want someone who has an, uh, uh, you know, MFA from the, from a school that was within the, you know, top this percentile and ended with like, I just want someone who likes me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's your way into it though. Yeah. Thinking about something like that. Uh, I don't think I can't remember ever having a list like that. No, you just have a list of tragedies. My list was like, but, and I have a, but yeah, has a, but, and then that's it. (laughs) Do you feel, have you, had you identified yourself as more of an ass man than a boob man? I haven't. Oh, still not. But I probably am more of an ass man if I think about it. Like if I thought, if I had a choice between someone who is a, a, a gal who had more of this than that or more of this than that, I feel like the lack of a butt is more of a deal breaker. Definitely is. So I guess that means that I am. So you never thought about it before though? Nah, not really. No. It's not something that I really, it's, it, well, why would I think about it? Who cares? Because you had those cards printed up that said DQ ass man. <laughs> yeah. You said DQ classic ass man. Everyone knows that about me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, just not an interesting topic for me really. But there you go. Now you know. Are you more of a classic ass man or are you um, some other kind of human being? I like a classic ass I like an ass that has a you know a C clef C clef tattooed on it. <laughs> um, you know, like the the you know the sides of of a cello, the little like curly S design. That, the F holes, I think, is what they're called. Yeah, yeah. I would like one of those tattooed on each oh, buttock. Oh yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So it's a beautiful classic yeah. ass. Yes. You know that's what I like. Yeah. So hey, ladies, if you have one of those, hey ladies, DM me a photo of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, yeah, it sounds like you were starting to figure out, you know, stuff in that journal. And, you know, kudos to you. You really did it. You figured it out. You and found then I me. met you like 11 years later. Yep. And that's, that's how it happened. It's really the secret in action. You know, you put it out there. And then I, I felt a tingling in my brain. <laughs> oriented my life towards meeting you. And it worked out. It's funny for someone like me who I feel like really tries to like go out there and make stuff happen by wearing stretchy pants, no bra and staying in my house. But still like that probably the biggest part of my life, which is you and the kids that all found me. We want to think of ourselves as being the, the, the driver of our lives, the, you know, the architect, right. Instead of being, merely a passenger mm -hmm. you know but it's kind of a combination you know it really is so just roll with it appreciate what it. i was gonna say though is if you want to call in to say really anything at all 323-553-2331 is this gonna become a call-in show leave us a voicemail you should do a call-in show i would be great wouldn't i you should do okay here we once go. a week mm. a live Ooh. YouTube yeah. call-in oh. show. Oh, like R.M. Brown? I love R.M. Brown. I know. Hey, guys, go listen to R.M. Brown. Go watch R.M. Brown on YouTube. He's my current favorite. If I was in a position to give people shows or make people famous, I would... Uh, make him famous? I, I, I think he's great. Um, you would step on your own wife's neck to make him famous, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Well, you could be like his sidekick. You could <laughs> be like girl. his Ed McMahon. Um, yeah, but I think that you could do that. You could do like a, you know, hey, going live on YouTube, come come talk with me kind of situation like the kids do. Do it on Twitch. Yeah, I could. But you would that would require some get up and go from you and there's not a lot of that not right now no um, but you know tomorrow's I feel a like new if day you went on twitch and did that there's got to be a way to like increase your viewership and money and stuff right like twitch is a thing that's where the people i don't are. know how twitch you gotta works. go where the people are that's what they say meet them where they are that's what they say i don't know how twitch works but if does anyone out, out there know how twitch works can if, you if give we us got any twitch experts out there who want to be, be a, a twitch czar yeah come tell us what's up ariynbf show at gmail.com let us know how twitch works and how we do it because it's like a whole way like because it's through amazon like it is it, yeah it's owned by amazon and so like you can people will like subscribe to your thing and then you get money but they don't pay you because it's coming out of their amazon prime already or some shit hey lick i don't get it you kids listening get it so tell you, daniel tell allison <laughs> sounds good maybe i should just do it but anybody you try it out Try it out and then i'll join you i can't even get myself to fucking put out another episode of my own podcast though Okay, great. This has been delightful. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, episodes of the Friend Zone, love where you can text me and I'll text you back. All sorts of fun stuff. Sign up for a year. You get two months free, 12 months for the price of 10. I mentioned I have a newsletter. Please subscribe. It's pretty fun. Uh, check out my other podcasts, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. And uh, Daniel, where can we find you? You can follow, find me here on this very podcast and also um, Twitter.com and Instagram.gov. Yeah. Uh, no, Instagram.app at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. Uh, I know I teased a new episode of The Watching Hour about three months ago. <laughs> and uh, this is... I mean, God knows I've lost all credibility by this point. I always tease things and never deliver. I recorded an episode with the absolutely my one of my favorite people alive, Mr. Christopher Klonicky, Chris Klonicky, as they call him. And uh, I haven't edited it and put it out because I suck. <laughs> um, but also, I'm trying to figure out what exactly this thing is going forward. And uh, it has nothing to do with him. It's all me. So, uh, I don't know. Keep your uh, ears peeled for whatever I end up doing. Who knows what it'll be. <laughs> 
Wow, honey, what a great tease. Uh, you guys, I meant that to be more. You love it. <laughs> I meant that to be more supportive than it came off. I don't even care anymore. Okay. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 